This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Texans have their new head coach. Reacting to the D'Amico Lions hire, here's Sean Pendergast and Landry Locker. All right, good to be with you into the 7 o'clock hour here on Sports Radio 610. Sean Pendergast, Landry Locker with you for another hour, taking your phone calls, your thoughts. You can text in, trailer, wheel, and frame text page, 713-572-4610. Quick tidbits, I guess, or just new quick news items as pertains to D'Amico Ryans and his coaching staff. There have already been two requests for interviews for assistant from assistant coaches to interview for coordinator positions. Troy Walters, wide receivers coach with Cincinnati. Man, I feel old. Former wide receiver that Landry used to use in Madden all the time. In the slot. When he was in Minnesota. Brady, too. Yep. Shout out to Stanford. Stanford guy. Yep. He's been um, a request for an interview to be the offensive coordinator. Okay. Um, they and, say he's a, quote, unsung hero in Cincinnati okay. with their wide receivers. They've had good wide receivers there. Yeah, but they've gotten a lot. I mean, they, like, like I, I, I know Jamar Chase is the number one overall yeah. pick in the draft, or n- number five overall pick, top five pick. Um, T. Higgins was a second round pick, like it, but they Boyd. maximized them. And, yeah, and, and Boyd is they, they've all maxed out. You know what I mean? So that's uh, so they've done a good job there. The little guy Irwin, number sixteen, the yeah. little slot guy, faster than he looks. Yeah, he runs very precise routes. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Lunch pail guy. Yeah, lunch pail guy. First one in, last one to leave. <laughs> Film guy. Uh, Coach's son, maybe, <laughs> possibly. Um, so Troy Walters uh, is um, a candidate to be the offensive coordinator, and then uh, Marcon uh, or Marquan, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Manuel, uh, the safeties coach with the Jets, is a candidate for defensive coordinator for the Houston Texans. Um, I'm, I think it's safe to connect anybody off of that Jet staff that they were probably in San Francisco, given that Robert Sala is the head coach with the Jets. Uh, I don't know what the connection is with Troy Walters and D'Amico Ryans, other than they may have crossed paths along the way, as guys do at the Combine or things like that, and he came away impressed with him. Um, so um, those are 
at least two candidates that we know of for coordinator positions. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of the uh, that's the McVay Shanahan uh, offense if you're looking at it, or at least the the same type of building because Zach Taylor was with McVay, he's there. McVay was yep. with Shanahan, all that type of stuff. So yeah. that's kind of like if you were wondering, like, are they going to run that West Coast? Uh, that's that's what they run in Cincinnati. So. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know what kind of offensive coordinator Troy Walters would be. That would be some fake hustle by I. Uh, but I'm I'm intrigued to see what kind of staff D'Amico Ryan's puts together because the 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 thing that I think is just as important as anything is the assistance that you have. And and I think the one thing that Nick Sirianni has done in a very short time is um, I think Frank Reich did it too. Um, is you put together a staff of guys where people want to at least interview them yeah. uh, each year for head coaching positions. And uh, that's the thing that has not really been the case around here for a long, long time. And I'm excited. The less I know about someone, the better. Yeah. Because, I, and, and and maybe we were all guilty of this, the question of last offseason was what the hell is a Pep Hamilton offense? Right. And I was asking that seriously. I figured yeah. out I didn't like what it was. Yeah. But like, there might have been a reason why Pep Hamilton it went it took so long for him to get another offensive coordinator gig. So if we don't know a lot about Troy Walters and what he's going to do, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, and I would say this too for people who um, are concerned, D'Amico's a defensive coach, so that means on the offensive side of things, especially if you're drafting a young quarterback, that boy, there's a chance that after just a couple of years, your offensive coordinator gets plucked. I'm going to tell you right now. As someone who has lived through every snap of the last three years, like Landry has, like many of you have, that would be the most tremendous problem for us to have is that teams are coming after our offensive coordinator because they want him to become their head coach. That means that your team has played incredibly watchable football for a couple of seasons. So that is a problem that I welcome if uh, if that's the case. 713-572-4610. Let's, uh, let's work some of you in here. My guy, Pastor Rick. Line two, Pastor Rick, welcome in. It's a good day. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, uh, this franchise has gone from hiring uh, candidates that nobody else wanted to interview to getting what I think was the number one candidate this offseason in D'Amico. And I don't know that I've seen an owner make such a turnaround the last few months as Cal McNair and I, me personally, as a fan, a super fan, I am buying in now more and more to the Callahan McNair ownership team. And I wanted to get y'all's comments on Callahan and what they've done. Thank you. All right, thanks, Rick. We appreciate that. Um, this is a big day for Callahan. This is a universally lauded um, move. Uh, but Cal even said it. And we'll play some of the Cal uh, from the afternoon show today. Callahan called into the drive with Sterner and Hughley. Everybody across the board is, I think, A, very excited about this, but B, they acknowledge fully each time we get excited about it, it's winning time now. <laughs> like, there's no – the D'Amico's a great hire that everybody feels good about. They've got to win football games. Got to. Yeah. Got to. By the way, the the news that came down during the commercial break, Bobby Slowick uh, going to be interviewed by the Texans for the OC gig too. Passing game coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, uh, which is a position that Matt LaFleur um, – it's Matt LaFleur or Mike LaFleur. Um, he held that position before he went to the Jets. Now he's back with the Rams. Yep. Mike McDaniel was the run game coordinator. So another person off of the, the Shanahan tree. 
that's a name I've seen quite a bit. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I never heard his name until no. D'Amico became a candidate for this job. Well, I'd never heard Mike McDaniel's name either, if we're being honest. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's not a big surprise that Slowick is. Are we pronouncing that right? Is it? It looks like Slowick. S L O W I K. Yeah, yeah. You know, you never know. Sometimes those W's are pronounced like V's in some of these names. You know, Slovik or whatever. But oh. either way, he went to Michigan Tech. What the hell is that? Yeah, I don't. It's, he played football at Michigan Tech. He's from Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He's been with Washington, so I'm assuming he was there. Yeah, he was there when uh, Shanahan and Lafleur and McVeigh were all there, much like Mike McDaniel was. So yep. it's kind of he's he's kind of and he followed Shanahan uh, around 2013. Don't know what he did from 2013 to 2017. There's kind of a gap in the coach thing, uh, but then he came back to San Francisco. So. Slowick is the name that we hear. How many questions do you think D'Amico gets about his staff at the press conference probably on like Thursday? Th- probably like three. Yeah. Probably like three, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm getting the, – the, there have been like a few things. Can we go – let's let's do a segment. This is like an in-the-loop style type of segment. The craziest, craziest uh, emerging questions that we've gotten since the D'Amico Ryan's hiring. Because I, I could give you like a list of ten. Okay. I'll give you I'll give you a list of 10 okay. of the wildest questions that have that have been asked and suggestions uh since the D'Amico Ryan's hire. Let's let's do that. Save that next for the segment. next segment. Yes, okay, next we'll segment. save that for the next segment. Back to what Pastor Rick was saying about um Cal and and Hannah. And I'm going to read a text here um on the trailer wheel and frame text page. Uh this is from 4699. When Cal started his interview with Clinton show, he sounded so giddy, like slightly out of breath from excitement. That was the best moment he's had as an owner. Reminds me of some of the Bob McNair 2010 through 2012 interviews. And for those who don't remember, not so much 2010, but 11 and 12 was the heyday for this franchise back um, back in the day. Uh, Cal should be excited about today. This, I, I mean, this is. I don't know that there's a like. I don't even know that there's a second that is in the same universe as this move when it comes to. Best moment as an owner for Cal McNair. He's oh, as an owner, as an owner, not, yeah. not so just like, like in franchise history. No, 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 for no. Him? For Cal, there's let's nothing. Use 2018. No, there's nothing. There's there's nothing close to this. Today. No, there's nothing at all. Yeah. This is this is his moment. Yeah, this this is like this is the McNair's moment, and and there is a transition. Like I, I don't think all should be forgiven. I don't think you should sit here and like. Uh, but I look, you. You you take over for your father. You're kind of I I don't know that Cal has like full control to do everything he wants to do. I think he made a lot of bad decisions on his own. Uh, I don't think that you know the current structure of ownership and confidence uh, now is where it was when he first took over. But I I think he's kind of finding himself. And look, if if you could fire owners, I'm sure some people would have. Cal McNair probably would have been fired based on early performance, but it seems like he's kind of finding his way. Yeah, uh, He and Hannah are finding their way, and uh, it, it seems like, at least for the moment, the better days are ahead. So yeah. I'm excited about it. There does seem to be uh, a lot of likability between that duo. I think that, that fans are starting to kind of get to know them a little bit more, um, and I think they're, they're starting to figure stuff out. And uh, this, this is step one in the process that D'Amico Ryan's had. I've, I've felt all along that Cal as an owner, and we'll, just, uh, we'll call it Cal and Hannah because they've really they've publicly been operating much more in tandem uh, over the last several months. I, I'm guessing that it's been that way for a long time and that Hannah's just been more visible, which I think is great. I think, she, I think, I think she, they're a good pair. I think they're a good pair, and I think, I think, she, I think she's excellent just in terms of um, you know, just her – image publicly and in interviews and things like that. She's she's a good face of the franchise. 
but I've felt this way all along about about Cal, which is he's he's actually a good type of owner if he's hiring the right people. Because I don't think he's going to pull an Ursay at any point and start looking at things and going, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I know you put all this work in, but let's fire him and bring in a former player and do this and that. Um, I, he'll certainly spend. That we know. Uh, he's spent a ton of money to try to undo some of the mistakes they've made and presumably spending a ton of money on the two key guys to run this franchise, Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryans. If you didn't see it, D'Amico signed a six-year deal today, or he's set to sign a six-year. They've agreed to a six-year deal. Um, so I've said that all along. Like All I really want from my owner, other than being a good person, is I want them to hire good people, and I want them to give those people a ton of resources. I think Cal's perfectly willing to do either of those things, but the first one is... A talent. The second one is just a matter of having a bunch of money, you know. In any job, like you can, you can have qualities early on that maybe prevent you from from achieving the ultimate goal or being as good as you could be at that job. Even in like, like no matter what you are, whether you're like a lawyer, whether you're a radio host, whatever. Like, there's certain qualities that you got to look at and you got to say, all right, I got to take a step back mm -hmm. and I've got to better myself. The two worst qualities I believe that you can have as an owner. If we think about bad owners or are you're power hungry and you have a massive ego and that gets the best of you. I don't think Cal McNair has that. I don't think Cal McNair. I think if the Texans six years from now are winning the Super Bowl and Nick Casario is getting all the credit, I think Cal McNair is going to be fine with it. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's going to bother him at all. I don't think he's power hungry. I don't think he has a massive ego. Uh, ego and I think you can over -metal. And a lot of times when owners like show a tendency to like over -metal, whether it was Jerry Jones, uh, and he's really never recovered from it. I know they've gotten better, but he's never really over-recovered from over-meddling or Jim Ursay now. Um, that you It can be trouble. Cal McNair's biggest problem was trusting people too much and not, not making the right evaluations to bring in those people. And knowing that, the, that he's going to be with us for a long, long time, I, I think those are qualities that are easier to overcome uh, and – get on the right track and start making right decisions more so than if he had those two previously mentioned qualities. Absolutely. So I think you should feel okay about him. Yep. Absolutely. Let's go to, uh, is this Eli from Jersey? Eli, you're up on uh, the D'Amico Ryan special here on Sports Radio 610. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? This is awesome. Yeah. Oh, you talking about this yep. show or the hiring of D'Amico Ryan's? Both, both. Thank you. More of the hiring, more of the hiring. I, that's what we agree. I agree. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm a former Houstonian. I moved to Jersey a few years ago and it's not the same as being in Houston. Obviously you're a bu uh, you're among uh, hostile Jets Giants fans who are crazy in the way they root. And I'm not one of the fans who like ran away. Not the, not, I'm not saying anyone was wrong for doing so very understandable, but for me, I've just been diehard pulling through, but I have to say the past couple of years, I find myself like on Sundays, like at the end of the game, like actively rooting against the team because of thinking about draft capital and this and that and that we're not going anywhere and I, we need change. And I'm happy that we finally, seems like for the first time, the arrow's pointing up and now we could just, we have to start winning obviously, but now it's time to root for winning and just get this staff. You have to, they have to go to some bunker, decide what quarterback they're getting and build their team around him. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. with you, man. Appreciate the phone call, Eli. Um, Appreciate the kind words. Uh, that will feel good. Uh, being in, being uh, rooting for a team where you're not feeling compelled to root for bad things to happen for draft capital. 
Yeah. Uh, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was on that train. As you know, I'm not wired necessarily to do that uh, throughout yeah, hard the season. Hard you, you got, by the end of the year, by the end of the year, once the number one overall pick was in sight, I kind of understood some of that. And it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. It's not fun. It definitely sucked. Yeah. The, the good thing about this, like, it, they, they have all these important decisions to make. Uh, and how about that? We're, we're going East Coast. All, like, uh, there's uh, the, the Texans are, are, are more worldwide today They're than they America's were before. They're America's team tonight. Yeah, America's squad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, you, if even if you miss on the quarterback – or if like mistakes are going to happen, like if you look at like Howie Roseman, even like the GM of the Eagles, like mistake he's made some. He drafted Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Yep. Like you're you're going to make big mistakes and they're going to happen. But if as long as you're like functioning as a good organization, like even if you miss on the quarterback at two, like the Jets, they were in a similar situation as the Texans three years ago. They hired Robert Sala. They built a culture. They 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 drafted a quarterback that statistically is as bad as Jamarcus Russell. Like if you put Zach Wilson's stats side by side to Jamarcus Russell, it's borderline identical. And they're a quarterback away now. Because they did everything the right way. They hired the right coach. The GM was doing what he should be doing and drafting well. And despite whiffing on the the number two pick, they were able to still function as an organization. So the Texans right now, assuming that they hit here, they can be in a position to where you miss on that quarterback. And because you have the extra picks and stuff, you can still be in decent shape and not fall off a cliff. The extra picks are key. It's also key to have a coaching staff that knows how to develop players. And I never felt like either of the last two coaching staffs were players. Like, what, what players are we looking at here? Where you brought them in, and you go, "Wow, they're so much better than they should be," or "They're, they're, boy, they're really advanced for being a, a rookie," or you know, like they, I mean, even the rookies this year, like Damian Pierce, maybe being the exception, um, but even like Jalen Petrie, who's widely regarded as one of the better rookies around the league. If you watched him play to play, boy, there's still a lot of stuff he's got to work on. I feel like him playing for D'Amico Ryans and whoever it is D'Amico chooses to coach the secondary, there's a much better chance of him developing into a good football player. They're going to have to figure out what to do with Damian Pierce because that that recipe that they put out there this year, it's not going to work. Like, And I, I know we're excited about him, but handing him the football as many times as you did, it's not going to work. Uh, he had like 327 carries in four years at Florida. They gave He had 220 uh last season along he was still 13th in the league in carries despite missing the final four games yeah that you need to find another running back to kind of ease that load and that that's what i'm going to be interested in and in, in, in getting more uh more running backs that's and the I, other thing san francisco did san francisco used those multiple running backs they did they did and i'm i'm even cool with the texans using either premium draft capital or a big chunk of that free agency money to go get one you can overpay a running Pierce. back I, w- I would have been down with overpaying tony pollard but his leg shattered so yep. yeah that's not good i would i would take Robinson at twelve. I would take Gibbs at thirty-three. I'm I'm all about this running back. Make make Damian Pierce one B. I'm a hundred percent with you. One A. However you want to look at it. All right. So you mentioned if you're on hold, stay there. We're going to get to you. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. If you want to get in, the strangest questions. Yes. That you've been getting. Yes. After the hire of D'Amico Ryan. Yes, and there's a lot. Okay. We'll get to those next. Stay there. You're listening to the D'Amico Ryan's hiring special here on Sports Radio six ten. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Texans have their new head coach. Reacting to the D'Amico Lions hire, here's Sean Pendergast and Landry Locker. All right, quick programming note. Just found this out. Uh, The general manager of the Houston Texans, Nick Casario, will join uh, myself and Seth Payne Friday morning at 7.30 on Payne and Pendergast. So we've got a big, we got a big next few days coming up. Tomorrow is the full-on react to the biggest hiring in the history of the, of the football team, D'Amico Ryans. Thursday, we've got the press conference Thursday afternoon, um, and we'll carry that live for you here on Sports Radio 610, 4 o'clock, I believe. 4 o'clock, 4 p.m., sharp. Yep. 4 p.m. Central. We got to say central because people are listening yeah. all over the place. You got to you got to go time zone. This you is go America's national. team now that D'Amico yes. Ryan's is the head coach. So central. Yeah, four o'clock central, um, and then uh, Nick Casario seven thirty central a.m. with me and Seth Payne. You know what I heard? This might be an irresponsible rumor. What's that? Uh, I, I think one of the things that sold Nick Casario on uh, D'Amico Ryan's. You know what it was? What's that? He worked in Silicon Valley. D'Amico did. He worked. He worked in the Silicon Valley area. I think oh, Nick Casario might have San Francisco. That's, that's near Silicon Valley. It's close enough, right? It's close enough. You get the I, rub. I, I think that. I think that might have won Nick over <laughs> from Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. It was close enough. You to need Silicon to ask Valley. Nick that question at the press conference on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Good icebreaker. <laughs> did uh, the closeness to Silicon Valley win you over, sir? That's right. Um, so you've been getting asked some strange questions. I have been getting asked some strange okay. questions, and I'm sure these have crossed your mind. But the the strange questions uh, that that have emerged with the uh, with the D'Amico Ryan's hiring, mm-hmm. um, some more outlandish than others. Let's start with Nick Casario. Uh, did Nick Casario want this? Did Nick Casario get overruled? I think it's kind of unfair to assume that Nick Casario, although I, I do get that there's been like some sketchiness and some shadiness and an overall feel, and, and maybe in, in large part, um, there's like a GBA factor to, to Nick Casario guilty by association when it comes to like trust issues and predetermined thoughts. But I, I, the the assumption that Nick Casario would not have wanted D'Amico Ryan's, I, I don't I, I don't necessarily buy that. I think it's a strange question. I think it's an interesting assumption, but I just I, I don't buy that, you know, Cal and Hannah came in and they said, All right, you want this guy, screw you, we're gonna go with D'Amico Ryan's. I, I'm not even I'm not necessarily buying into that at all. I think Nick's super excited about this hire, and I think that he and D'Amico are gonna work great together. And I I yes, I'm with you. I one hundred percent think 
that I, to say he wouldn't be, I think, is uh, to me, it's kind of a slap at D'Amico Ryan's. Like D'Amico Ryan's is somebody who, to me, is universally impressive. Like I, I, I'm like, I, I don't care what your football belief system is or whatever the case may be. Like, what is your football belief system? Sean? My, my belief system. I'm talking. You know what I mean? Like in terms of what you subscribe. Like no, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's I, it's not a religion thing. <laughs> it um, can be it can, for some. Uh, Faith, family, football. Yep, yep, yep. But I I just think. Um, I think these are two really smart football guys that that are that are going to work really really well together. The next one uh, is D'Amico Ryan's not going to want a quarterback. I, I think this is crazy. Like, look, I, I know there's like defensive coaches. I know there's offensive coaches. Do they mean like with the number two pick in the draft? Yeah, because he's a defensive guy, he might not want. Like, I think a, he wants. One. He might not want a quarterback. <laughs> look, I, he's 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 a head coach now. And a head coach wants a quarterback. It doesn't matter if, like, if, if he were a defensive coordinator in San Francisco, I'm sure he would say, yeah, I would love to have, I would love to be able to work with this guy on my defense because you're a defensive coordinator. Right. But when you're a head coach, all things equal, you want a quarterback. So if the, whether they would have hired D'Amico Ryans or someone else, like, I, I don't think that him coming here, like, impacts whether or not they're going to take a quarterback. Right. I, I just don't. I don't agree with that at all. I, I don't. I don't think that's going to be the case. Now he might not like some of these quarterbacks. Uh, hell, there might be some offensive coaches that wouldn't don't like any of these quarterbacks. But I don't think you know the fact that you hired a defensive guy. All of a sudden, you say, "Oh well, they might take this guy." Now, if he falls in love with the defensive guy more so, then maybe you know that that, that that's one thing. But I. If if you told D'Amico Ryan you're going to have an All Pro caliber quarterback or you're going to have an All Pro defensive player, I think he would lean quarterback. Yes, he's guy a or smart not. football person. He's not, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Next question, yeah. and and this is a two piece combo that that oh my god, I can't wait to get your reaction on this. Oh. Uh, is D'Amico Ryan's because of his ties to San Francisco? Is he going to want to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo? D'Amico, like okay, better chance someone wants to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. Nick Casario from his ties to the Patriots or D'Amico Ryans with his ties to the 49ers? I would say probably Nick Casario because I think there's actually a better chance that D'Amico Ryans hates Jimmy Garoppolo because he cost him a Super Bowl uh, than there is like a chance that D'Amico Ryans wants to just relive the Jimmy G era. I, I would think he probably wants to get out of the Jimmy G yeah. type of thing. Trey Lance is the uh, the next question. What are, we, what are we doing here talking about trading for Trey Lance? My feeling on Trey Lance, like if, if, you, if you can't, <laughs> Brock Purdy stepped in and took them to the NFC Championship game. Like Trey Lance, and I know Trey Lance got hurt, but before he got hurt, he wasn't lighting the world on fire. If you don't look like the best version of yourself, I don't care where you are in the arc of your career as a player. If you don't look like something close to a good version of yourself in Kyle Shanahan's system, with Kyle Shanahan actually pushing the buttons on that system, I'm skeptical. Skeptical enough to where I would not give up decent draft capital for him. Yes, Trey Lance. I wouldn't give up anything. If Kyle Shanahan's given up on you, you're you're done. That's you're yeah. toast. And they were calling for Jimmy G before he even but before he even got hurt. Right. Did you watch him play? Yes. Like there's nothing about Trey Lance. No, thank you. Next questions. Will JJ Watt be a defensive line coach? Okay. Will Brian Cushing be a linebacker the, the, coach? The, Will Owen Daniels be yeah. a tight end coach? And could Jonathan Joseph be a cornerback coach? Yeah, that that's what makes you think these guys are gonna be good coaches. That, I love them. That that's the that's the annoying rash for me of questions. Or the que especially the one about JJ. 
Do you think JJ is going to come back and coach the defensive line? What in the hell are you talking about? Uh, he could. Uh, let's see, Hollywood actor, politician, right. smart hour, business guy, or owner eight, of a team, or eighteen-hour days coaching twenty-two-year-olds. Yeah, like I think these guys will be around. Yeah, but as far as like on their staff, you don't know if these guys are going to be good coaches. They'll they'll right. be around. They'll be at the the press conference. But those are crazy questions. Next one is Gary Kubiak coming back. What's Gary Kubiak going to do? Could Gary Kubiak be have some sort of role? I could see him as an advisor. I could totally could. I could Absolutely. S- I could see Gary as an advisor. Yep. But as far as like coming back and working full-time, I don't want that for Gary. Yeah. I love Gary. He's looking better than he ever has right now. He's looking less stressed than he ever has right now. If he wants to be an advisor, cool. I know he's going to be a phone call away from D'Amico Ryans. Yeah, always. And, he, and he's going to have a lot to say. We'll hear from Gary probably a little later on this week on In the Loop. Uh, but, yeah, Gary Kubiak coming back as – a full-time coach, not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so either. Next one. Is Kenyon Green going to give up number 59 now? It is going to be awkward for old Kenyon Green because the first time he walks out there at training camp and he sees all these 59 jerseys in the stands, he's going to think, how did I become so popular right. despite having one of the worst rookie seasons ever? I mean, like I'm pretty dope, and then they all turn around. Should he change his number? Um, I, You know what? I kind of hope he does because I would love to see – I kind of want a fresh start. I, I I have a negative outlook of number fifty nine in Kenyon Green. I wouldn't mind a jersey jersey number change. It it has way less to do with Kenyon Green and more to do with the social experiment of seeing if a D'Amico Ryan's fifty nine jersey becomes the top selling Texans jersey. Oh, it's in the shop. Yeah, guaranteed, it's going to be in the shop. Really, you think? I guarantee you. Okay, it'll be in the shop. Is that even allowed? Are you allowed to put coaches on a on a jersey even it's though a throwback, it was their number? Right, it's a throwback. It's a throwback. Okay. You can put it on there. Okay, yeah, for a sure. Retro action. Yeah, All right. but if I were Kenyon Green, I'd change my number because there's going to be a lot of 59s out you there. you getting any questions about the sideline reporter for the Texans at all? John Harris? No, from what people? about him? Because he's on line three right now. Oh, wow. John Harris. Harris. And, by the way, yeah. I want to say this before we talk to John because yeah. John knows how much I love him. Yeah. You talked about who you're happy for and you're happy for the fans. Yeah. I'm happy for the John Harris's, yeah. the Mark Vandermeers, the Drew Doherty's, 100%. the DP's, yep. the PR staff, all those people yes. who had to try to make Chicken-ish into chicken salad yeah. with the, with these last couple coaches. Yep. You don't have to say it, John, but welcome aboard, sir. Yeah. How you doing, Johnny? Uh, and good evening, boys. It's uh, It's been a weird day because I've been here in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, and so I've, I've felt so it's a humble brag. removed from yeah, – Right, right, <laughs> very much so. We could talk Senior Bowl if you want, but that, that can wait. Um, but it was interesting because, you know, the last two, three years I've showed up at the Senior Bowl, and I always wear Texans gear because sometimes it gets me on the sidelines when I'm not supposed to be all that. Because I think I'm a scout, so I just get to hang and hobnob with, with you know, Chris Ballard and whoever else down on the sidelines. And so I always wear my Texans gear. The last couple of years, man, I would be at the Senior Bowl, and you would, I would just hear people behind me like, ooh, ooh, sorry, man. Like, they would apologize to me for how bad things were. <laughs> and, like, what do I say to that? And I walk in today, and I got people like, oh, hey, man, is D'Amico Ryan's going to happen? Night and day difference from what it's been and it was just incredible and when the news became official i mean i was actually no surprise watching o-line d-line uh you know trying to find you know maybe a center that can play uh john michael schmitz from out of minnesota is very good so he'd be a guy to look at but either way i'm watching and i get a text it's official and i just i mean i just i don't want to say i was stunned but i was i wanted to be, i wanted to see it to believe it i i had been listening to you guys and it's like man but it's not done it's not done. 99% sold is 100% unsold. And when it became official, I just had this wave of what you talked about, Landry, of, you know what the last three years have been like? Yeah. You know what it's like to put together a telestrator you think is good and, like, five people watch it, and they're just like, I'm not, I'm not going to watch it, John. I love you, 
but nobody's going to watch this because you guys suck and I don't like the direction where it's going. Well, how do you like the direction now? How do you like the direction now? I mean, I, I've been listening as I was driving to Mobile. I was listening to both you guys, and it was just like, man, there's hope. And, and hopefully hope puts butts back in seats. And hopefully when we play the Kansas City Chiefs sometime in the near future at NRG Stadium, it's not loaded with red and white for the Chiefs. You know, it might be red and white for us. I mean, who knows what our jerseys are going to look like. But hopefully that's what it's going to be again. And I, I find it interesting what I've talked to people in our building. And they've been with us for the last two or three years. And I tell them, this place rocks, y'all. Like, this place. And they're like, really? Like, they've never seen it like that. Yeah. And I'm like, it can. And now there's an opportunity to do that again. And I just want to call in. And you guys have always been, you know, huge supporters of, of me and of us and of the Texans. And you've always consumed our content no matter what. And you've always been so complimentary. Um, and this is such a great day for the Texans. I just wanted to call in and, and thank you guys uh, for all you've done for us, um, for the Texans. And, uh, you know, being great friends is, you know, a huge part of that too. But you guys are, are fantastic and tall listeners and, and followers out there, man. This means a lot to a lot of people uh, in that building. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, and I'm one of them. And I'll celebrate tomorrow by go watching some more wide receiver DB one-on-one to see if I can get a sheet right. Of course. Hey. That's how you yeah, celebrate, man. Johnny. Hey. Yeah, that's how I celebrate. <laughs> when are we getting that Roshan Johnson right up out there? Make yourself oh, useful dude. out there. Okay, I can give you a quickie. Okay. Roshan Johnson. I love quickies. You, love need quickies. Me to leave? you need me to leave, Landry? Well, nah, yeah. I'm, no. I'm listening. Roshan Johnson wearing the zero. He was wearing zero, and uh, DeMarvin Overshawn wearing two at the senior ball. So they switched numbers. Pass pro, Roshan Johnson, three times in a row. Absolutely stoned linebackers coming at him. Stoned them. Unbelievable. And then he dropped a pass out in the flat on one-on-one. -on -one. So pass protection was great. Um, but needed a little uh, little pick me up, and then I think he, he may have fumbled or dropped on I can't remember oh, what. God. But his pass protection was unbelievable. I think he's going to get into the Harris 100 for sure. I think there's an opportunity. He's going to hear his name on day three. Okay, fun day, really right. fun day, seeing some dudes. Yep, absolutely. There you go. Good stuff, Johnny. The we appreciate best. you calling, Johnny. We always yeah, say man. we always say brighter days ahead, and it feels like it's been wishful thinking the That's last couple true. years. Today, brighter yeah. days ahead, brother, for sure. I mean, I feel like there's that little, you know, like there's a peephole of brightness that you can look through and hopefully there's more to come that there's, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. But, uh, you know, we've been asking for it and wanting it. And, uh, it, you know, you just, I wanted to believe it. I can see it. D'Amico Ryans is Houston Texans head coach. I mean, saying it out loud just makes it real. So appreciate you boys. Y'all have a good show and I'll, uh, I'll hang up and listen. Love you both. All right. Oh, all right. Love, love you too, you Johnny. Too. Appreciate it. Back to your interior O-line porn. Hey, Go ahead. Yeah. good at it, man. Yeah. He's oh, good. the best. Harris 100, footballtakeover.com. I'm just glad I'm just glad that they got things going there, man. Absolutely. Very happy. And you're right. We, I, we failed to mention the the Johnnies and the, the Omar Majoub and his staff oh, of the world. Like Holy it's crap. Boy, it's uh boy, I would be it's an exciting I would time. Be man. So drunk if I were the PR staff. It's exciting right now. time. Maybe they are. I'm gonna text Tossed. them right now, find out. God. So I can see if they're somewhere where I can meet up with them. <laughs> um all right, uh, Seven one three five seven two four six ten. We're with you till the top of the hour. Brandon Scott's going to jump in with us. He's up here in the studio. We're going to get his thoughts. We'll try to work as many of you in as we can on the phones as well. Again, a quick mention: uh, press conference four o'clock Thursday. We will carry it for you live here on Sports Radio six ten. Nick Casario, Texans general manager, with myself and Seth Payne on Friday seven thirty a.m. Central Time. As we do, we got to give out the time zone now. We're uh, wide now. We're America's team because of D'Amico Ryan's. So. 
Uh, so there you go. Brandon Scott jumps in with us next. Stay there. It's the D'Amico Ryan special here on Sports Radio 610. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Texans have their new head coach. Reacting to the D'Amico Lions hire, here's Sean Pendergast and Landry Locker. Sean Pendergast, Landry Locker, and we are joined by our good friend, our digital guru. Of course, he's also our part of our team covering the Texans as well. He's at every press conference. Brandon Scott, B. Scott, joining us as we welcome you back into the D'Amico Ryan special. Uh, B. Scott. Man, y'all are killing it too, by the way. Thank man. you. What a day. It's like, one of the best days I can remember in a long time. Man, yeah. and, and we've been through a lot now. This is, I'm going into almost four years now here at the station. And like when I first got here, I can remember some of our like real key viral moments, like the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Yeah. You guys were on the air, Landry. Yeah. You know, uh, Seth coming up here even later on in the day with the afternoon show, things like that. And like so many of the moments that have been like, viral it and, and and like moments that people really want to be a part of have been negative. This is one of the few that I feel like is one of those positive ones where everybody can get around. There's consensus even within the question marks and some of the skepticism of like all of the ridiculous questions that you're getting. People still want D'Amico. People still are high on the higher. Yeah. Even if they've got legitimate or illegitimate questions. Like everybody is pretty much on the same page about, hey, this is where we are. And my biggest thing about the whole thing, y'all, it's like at no point I feel like, even as as they've progressed within the rebuild, have the sins of the past mattered less than they do right now in this yeah, moment. Yeah, facts. And that's not to say that they're unforgiven or forgotten about, because I don't think that they can be. And I and even if that's just a matter of accountability, but I think if you're emotionally attached and tied to what's going on with this team, you're never going to let that go. 
But right now, as we speak here in this studio and as we break this thing down for the rest of the week and the rest of the months, it has never mattered less. The sins of the past have never mattered less than this exact moment right now. You know what? Your soothing voice, it just motivated me. We started the show. Someone was talking about blocking on Twitter and stuff like that. Sean, I want you to just give a play-by-play of what I'm about to do. Okay, so this look. is me putting putting everything in the past right okay, here. That's oh okay. <laughs> that's that. Do you, can I say whose Twitter? Yes, account yes. Is? You can say whose Twitter uh, account. Uh, Landry has Jack Easterby's Twitter account. He's open. blocked. I don't even want him in my life. You blocked anymore. Jack Easterby. He's just blocked. Now. He's done. I'm finished. I'm not. I'm not talking Good about him. I'm moving Landry. on. I'm done. Good for you. I'm yeah. done with them. In the spirit of looking forward. Yeah. Looking in the windshield. The POS the, is gone. Hey, yeah. how about Person this of too, service. How about, let, let this soothe you as well, Landry. How about the fact that this is one more thing? This is the next thing that Jack Easterby cannot take credit for. Oh, you're lying because this is going to be his vision playing out. Yeah, you're lying on that. Come Somewhere on, to someone he he's bragging he about D'Amico Ryan's becoming he the Texans head coach. He said that he didn't Come get on, to let man. his vision play out. I'm telling you. That's we know better than be. that. What, and yeah. in what way would this be part of his vision? His uh, vision was Josh McCown. I know you were on the McCown train, but this – this was not his vision. I don't. I do not believe. I'm pretty sure not either. Yeah. I'm not so, saying he's not saying it's his vision, but I'm pretty or, sure. Or, it was or not. that he wouldn't even do this. But it's yeah. just the fact that, like I said, the sins of the past have never mattered less. And here's one more thing that he can't take credit for. Well, he, and Landry brought this up earlier. B. Scott, Brandon Scott, jumping in studio with us here on the D'Amico Ryan Special on Sports Radio 610. Is it's not just that they wound up with D'Amico Ryan's, and I think it's interesting because they wound up with D'Amico. On the same day where the Broncos, within the same 10-minute period, as far as the reports go, that the yeah. Broncos wound up with Sean Payton. Yeah. Settled for Sean Payton. Settled for Sean Payton. And I think... Huge a, NFL a, news day, though. Big NFL yeah. big NFL news hour. You know, right, it all came right, down. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but a huge day. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I think what's great about this, it's not that they wound up with D'Amico and they had to do it some way where they stumbled into it or they were desperate, they had to beg him, they had to overpay him. We don't know what he's getting paid, obviously. We just know it's a six-year contract. Yeah, which is significant. I think it's, it is. The fact that it was just so well executed that they went out, it was so well executed, he didn't take any of the other interviews. He wanted this job. He came in, I'm sure, meticulously asking questions about things he had seen from afar. The way this went about tells me they were able to address all of those questions to his satisfaction because he didn't take any other interviews other than Denver. And that of the two jobs, if someone had told you at the beginning of this job cycle that the Texans would have wound up with D'Amico Ryans and that the Saints would have, I'm sorry, the Broncos would have wound up with Sean Payton on the same day and they would have asked you which team looked more desperate in doing so, (laughs) you would have said the Texans because they look desperate at everything that they do or whatever. It's not. The Texans looked like the well-oiled machine that went and executed a plan. And the Broncos, to Landry's point, settled for Sean Payton and have to overpay for the right to overpay him. You didn't even mention that the Colts can't even give away their gig right now. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they've interviewed. Too. They've interviewed what? 68 50, 50, people. I, I was going to say 50, 60 people. 93 maybe. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, but but to your point, Sean, about the process, I I feel like we got some pretty good insight into this when they first spoke to us after they fired Lovey Smith. Yeah. Like Nick Casari, Landry, you talk about neutered Nick and just kind of how they presented themselves as, hey, we without saying these exact words, they presented themselves as, hey, we got this wrong. This hasn't this hasn't gone well over the last couple of years. Now we understand the circumstances, Landry. You've done a good job of hitting on what specifically are, is different for people who don't follow the day to day like we do. What specifically is different about this opportunity 
as opposed to the last couple of years and the circumstances around it. But also, like, to your point, Sean, about the process, I think the process was a lot better because the sins of the past are faded or gone or not here anymore, all of that. So, like, to me, that's that, that all of that is part of it. And big takeaway is, like, timing is everything, too. Like, everything kind of aligned perfectly where D'Amico Ryans felt himself ready to be a head coach. Yeah. You have washed your sins of the past away and also have this opportunity where the job looks way better than it did a year ago, the circumstances around it. And even ownership and management is talking different, like in terms of, again, the process and what it's going to be like to work here. One of the big things that I want to talk to D'Amico about or ask him about is like what were, because we hear all the narrative, right? But what were his questions? What What did he need to be sold on other than, hey, this is home, this is where I played at, they've got the number two overall pick, five picks in the first three rounds, whatever. Like, what what were the questions that you legitimately had and what sold you on this organization? I think it is different than it was before. And like I said, man, just uh, just an opportunity to just move on and yeah. do something different, do no something doubt. new. No, I, I'm here for it. Absolutely no doubt. And I just wonder, like, I have two questions about, like, Stephen A. Uh, number one, what is he going to say now? Like, what? What? It, serious? I'm, I, that's a serious question. It's not like a Carlos Correa. What are they going to say now? Like, what are they going to say now about the Texans? I'm, I'm legit like wondering. And, and number two, why was he at them colleges? Quote Kwame Brown. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like on the narrative point, <laughs> Kwame Brown. Man, what a what a what a moment in time two years ago with Kwame Brown and his YouTube uh, stardom, like brief YouTube stardom. Why was Stephen A. at them colleges? Why was you at them colleges, man? Um, but no, like the, I actually didn't, wasn't as bothered by the national narrative because I understood where their ignorance was coming from. I thought that also meant that they had a responsibility not to speak on stuff that they didn't really know much about. But at the same time, man, and this is what I objected to with the Florio tweet earlier in the day of like, the Broncos uh, are going to lose a tug of war with the dysfunctional Texans to specifically characterize the Texans as dysfunctional as opposed to the Broncos or anybody else that's got a head coach and opening. Like you're in this position right now because of some level of dysfunction. Now it's levels to it. Everybody's got different degrees of dysfunction, but all five of the openings, I'm sure you could make a case for it being dysfunctional. That's what they're all picking in the top 10. Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) like they're all, it's it's literally why we're here and having the discussion in the first place. Yep. And so at that point, it just it came down to an, an individual's preference and how they view that that specific opportunity. And when I talk about a little bit of luck, I think it does benefit the Texans a little bit that Cal McNair and D'Amico Ryans, if not know each other, at the very least know a lot well, of the same people. Well, right. Like they are. Yeah, a, there's no doubt that helps. they are. They are yeah. a part but, of, a, of the same network of folks. But the and, thing is, and, they and can, that matters. They can be wrong. Like it, it could be like, proven wrong. It could be as simple as D'Amico Ryan's took the gig. It's proven wrong. So the job wasn't unappealing, and all and all the stuff wasn't. Yeah. Wrong. I just yeah. wonder, like, where do you where do you go? Where where does it go from there? Does it just go away? Because I'm fine with that. Uh, I I think the the local perception, like the season ticket sales are going to go up. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying they're going to sell out now because of D'Amico Ryan's, but season ticket sales are going to go up. The excitement is high. Um, the the some of the people who have apathy are going to return. I, it's it's a it's a good time, but we'll see what happens. Because the one thing I will say is, and, and and I've said this, and I'm not trying to like urinate in Cheerios, but sometimes the popular choice doesn't end up being like the the best choice. Right. Uh, the Jags lucked into Doug Peterson. They they wanted Byron Leftwich. Um, there's been uh, you know John Gruden back with the Raiders that didn't go according to plan. I don't think D'Amico's emails are going to get found and he's going to get fired or anything like that. But the the popular choice does isn't doesn't guarantee 
guarantee success. But in this situation, there's really no reason like for, for where we are right now to, to not be excited about this. Yeah, Sean, do we all feel like, Sean and Landry, do we all feel like they're drafting a quarterback at number two if they see if they even stay there? And certainly if they trade up, they're, I, I, they're I still, obviously drafting a quarterback. I, I still think it's the favorite. Um, but Landry's brought this up. You know, does hiring D'Amico Ryan's, you know, does that lessen the chances of that happening? Maybe. No, I don't think that lessens it. I, I'm asking that question independent of even hiring D'Amico Ryan's. Do yeah. we, and I guess even with them hiring D'Amico Ryan's, I feel like, like I'm pretty confident that they're going to draft a quarterback number two without having really any intel on that. Yeah. But I'm making, I'm asking that question and making a point to say between the D'Amico Ryan's hire and if they draft a quarterback at it's number huge. two. Yeah. It, talking about the the apathy and buzz and, and all of that and oh, yeah. kind Hope. of turn things around. Hope. There it is. Yeah. Right there. You, oh, yeah. you, you pair those two things together. And let's go. And Think about it. Swoop. What if the what if the quarterback that you draft also happens to be the face of Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper commercials. You got you got Bryce Young on Dr. Pepper commercials. You got D'Amico Ryan's fifty nine jerseys. Sign me up for it. Absolutely. I'm good for it. I'm good for a Dr. Pepper zero. Absolutely. Let's yeah. Yeah. You're, you're about that zero zero is good though. Yeah, man, I got to man. You don't want. I, I've taken my uh, insulin shots dead in front of you in public, so you you know I need to be on the zero. Can't, I can't go zero with the good, forty grams man, of sugar, those. man. Uh, Cal and Hannah getting a lot of love on the text page. Yeah. They deserve it. They yeah. deserve it. They're they're a good couple. They're a good team. They did a good job. They were transparent. They were honest. You don't you don't have to go hiding. Like now, if you're a POS or a person of service and you can't speak for yourself, I thought I blocked I thought I blocked him out of my life. Like you have to go hiding because you can't speak for yourself. But if you're accountable. You care about the city. You care about the organization. You don't have an agenda. Then it's it's easy to be transparent. And it's easy to be liked. Yep. yep. Text text message trailer wheel and frame text page eighteen oh five. So glad Clinton Show got Cal and Hannah on today. They've been waiting for something big like that. I think the they is Cal and Hannah, not yeah. Clinton Show. Clinton yeah. Show have been waiting for something big to happen on their show. Yeah, that that, that seemed like a. Uh, like an olive branch after after show complained about them not getting anybody. Oh, really? Because y'all y'all shows was getting all the love, and yeah. so oh, that was a thing. Oh yeah, that oh, was definitely. I a didn't thing. know that. They made it a thing in the interview, or Hannah did at the end. Oh, oh did okay. they? Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay. It, it, I mean, it was cool. It was like you know, lighthearted. You know, they they, they don't get y- y'all know how they are. They don't get too uh, too hard up about anything. Three seven six seven. I've got a whole new respect, hope, and optimistic view that Cal will come through as an owner. And I love Hannah's input. Yeah. Um, a lot of texts like that on here. So but, that's good. I'm happy for that. This this is part of the maturation of Cal and Hannah too. Cal and Hannah McNair as CEO and chair people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, they run this team. It has not gone well in the beginning of their tenure as, you know, chairman, CEO, owner, whatever you want to look at it. But like there's a process, right? Like this is part of the maturation. And I th- I've always thought that that was important. Them sort of figuring out their role and voice and direction and vision. I mean, that's been my biggest criticism of the last few years. It's like, what are we doing? Where are we going? What, what, like, and, and I think what's that's, the deal? Yeah. What, what is going on? We here? all want the same thing. Yeah. And, and it seems like we, we've got that now, like yep. between D'Amico and me feeling pretty good about them drafting a the quarterback. I mean, future's bright, feels bright at yep. least today. Um, let's okay. drop, drop one in here before we, uh, before we get out. Uh, Troy is in Galveston. Troy, wow. you're up on, uh, the D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. Are you at the spot, Troy? Because that's one of my favorite places in Galveston. The Mahi Mahi oh, Tacos. Man. The spot. No, I'm not there, man. I, I run a liquor store out here. But yeah, hell yeah, man. The spot. That's Mike Evans' spot, too. Anyways, I love what y'all are saying, man. I just wanted to echo the Cal McNair being a hands-off owner. We're going to see the good benefits of it now. We've seen the ugly side. You know, Jack and O'Brien trying to be Kim Jong-un and everyone trying to have their egos <laughs> take over. 
And, you know, now we're going to see the, the benefits of a hands-off owner. No Ursay, Jerry Jones type stuff, but I, I love it. I'm, I can't wait to hear more positive calls tomorrow. We've been hearing too much negativity, man. I, I, I'm, I'm so happy like y'all. Uh, and uh, one other thing, if I had Hannah McNair in my corner, mm. I'd be getting so many bar fights. Like, she, she is a bad Bia, man. Like, <laughs> she let Cal fight his own fight and say his own things, but when she needs to step in and clarify, like that interview today on the drive, like, she would do it, man. If, I, man, I need audio clips of her, and I need to show that to my wife. That's how you back up your significant other. Oh, like wow. that. There we go. Last See, thing, that, man. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I, I steal a lot from Walmart. I've stolen it over my time. So, you know, when I get stuff stolen at the liquor store, it, it's, you know, karma. Right. Man, how, how, how much has Walmart lost from Russell Wilson and now Sean Payton? Damn, oh, man. Nuts. Y'all have a good night. All love right, thanks. Hey, yeah, love hey, you too. A Appreciate drop, that. A drop in the bucket. Right I can yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're worth like $70 billion. It sounds like he wants Hannah to, like, start her own YouTube channel where she gives, like – Advice to wives out there. Hey, no, I really hope his wife was not listening to him basically say that, you know, she needs to be more like Hannah. Right. That doesn't usually go over with. (laughs) When you tell the spouse to be more like so-and-so, like you're allowed to have your crush. My wife's a big Hannah fan. You can't go be like so-and-so. That doesn't normally uh, play. All right. So we... um so we're about done. If we didn't get to you, we apologize for that, but we will take phone calls tomorrow throughout the day here on the station. Gentlemen, this was a good day today. It's a yes, great sir. day. To, to quote Ice Cube. Quote Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Today yeah. was a good day. Absolutely. No, no doubt, man. B. Scott, good to see you. Absolutely. Thank you. Landry Locker, man. great to see you, my Always, friend. Always, man. All right, tomorrow's going to be fun. We want you to join us bright and early, 6 a.m., Payne and Pendergast, and then in the loop from 10 to 2, of course, the drive with uh, Sterner and Hughley. Uh, from 2 to 6 tomorrow, and of course, all of Brandon Scott's great content on SportsRadio610.com as well. Odyssey app too, baby. Odyssey app. Download that app and use it. Use it. Use that rewind feature. Get all the podcasts. Everything you need. Press conference 4 o'clock Thursday, Central Time, and Nick Casario on Payne and Pendergast, 7.30 a.m. Central Time on Friday. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Great night, I should say. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t